0: Hello and welcome to another episode of Fintech Focus TV with me, Toby Babb. Today it is a slightly different episode and one I'm really, really excited about. Really excited because Thursday the 24th of March we have the Fix EMEA trading conference and it's the first time that everyone has been back together now for over two years, an in-person event uh, and it's got an absolutely wonderful cast um, and over 600 people expected to come back in London for something I think everyone is very, very excited about. During that, we've, uh, we've got numerous different panels and, and, uh, and, and speakers throughout the day. I'm delighted to bring two of them from what is hotly con- uh, described as one of the best panels on the, on the day here for you today. We have Dr Robert Barnes and Rachel Chabilski. How are you both?
1: Very good, thank you.
0: Excellent. Listen, uh, let's have a, uh, an introduction. Robert, can you uh, tell us a little bit about yourself before we kick off?
2: Well, how do you do? My name is Dr. Robert Barnes. I'm the Group Head of Securities Trading and the CEO of Turquoise Global Holdings at London Stock
0: Exchange Group. Fantastic. And uh, Rachel, over to you.
1: So yeah, I'm Rachel Shiboski. I'm Head of Regulatory Data Quality Assurance for the Trading Platforms Team at Man Group.
0: Fantastic. Listen, it's wonderful to see you both. I'm looking forward to seeing you in person on on Thursday. Uh, it's been a while uh, for, for both of you. Um, Robert, I'm going to come to you first. Tell us a little bit about this panel and, and, uh, and I know how passionate you are about it. Tell us a little bit about what you're going to be talking about, who you've got on it and, uh, and what we can expect.
2: Well, thank you very much. We, we are going to be speaking about the next generation, the face of the future workforce, but it's really about the entire community that'll be joining us in the audience, thinking about what are we doing in standards to scale our capital markets business and who will be the leaders of the future to take us forward. Thank you
0: very much. It's a pleasure. And and, uh, Rachel, I know you're you're, uh, being hotly seen as one of those future leaders um, of the industry. Tell us about what it means for you to be uh, involved.
1: Um, Well, thank you. Uh I'm really, really pleased that I joined the FIX Next Gen Committee, um, which is who you'll see speaking on Thursday. Um, I'm really, really passionate about not only doing my individual job, but actually forwarding um, our industry for the future generation. So I, I was really pleased to join and get involved in a lot of the initiatives that FIX Next Gen Committee are running.
0: And there's a, there's a lot to talk about in this and to unpack in, in the whole uh, concept of human capital and capital markets, because I think as uh, you know, as the world continues to electronify and, and uh, people talk about the march of the robots, etc, cetera, etc, cetera, human capital remains you know, sacrosanct to, to, I think, the future of what things look like. This whole conference, I think, is has got a forward-looking uh, focus to it. We're looking at the future. That's where a lot of the, the themes of the panels are, are going through. And I think when, when people immediately think of the future, they sort of downgrade the human element of it. Robert, I know you're quite passionate about why this is, uh, why it's important to, to focus on the, uh, the human side. What, what can we expect to be uh, uh, unpacking on Thursday around that sort of subject?
2: Well, so we think about firstly, the importance of the fixed trading community, industry driven, independent, neutral, trying to come up with standards to enable us to scale the business and capital markets. So when we think about capital markets, we're thinking about the importance of bringing the supply and demand of capital together, not just in primary markets, but particularly in the ability to buy and sell once instruments become available. And this is increasingly cross-asset, equities, fixed income, and currencies. So when we think about the humans involved, we need to think about how do we create a standard. A standard requires legitimacy and authority, and much of the authority in our highly regulated capital markets comes from regulators themselves, and we thank the regulators because they provide the framework within which we can behave as entrepreneurs, and it requires the individuals that are in our community, our fixed trading community, to come up and figure out what can be the standards to help us solve the problems to make capital markets more efficient. Now, the big demographic dynamic we face today is that people are getting older and living longer, and that's a good Mm -hmm. thing. But with the increasing reliance on direct contribution pensions, that means we have an opportunity in an increasingly electronic trading world to focus on innovations that bring efficiency to reduce the slippage cost, to allow the compounding towards that long-term financial health that is required. And what we need is today to be looking for those future leaders to be coming up with those innovations and take us into the future. Thank you very much.
0: Yeah, it's really interesting that isn't it and, and uh and, and that investment into people is becoming more and more difficult in this industry as we've as we've seen uh, the rise of digital services outside I, you know i go back i've said this on the show before 22 years to when i first moved into the industry if, and it was uh you know if you're a technologist and you wanted to work in in the best space in, in the sector it would, it would automatically be financial services my view is is that remains the case uh, where i think the most interesting projects are in the sector but we see the march of silicon valley we see the march of you know the, the, the digital re- uh revolution outside of the space and there's some really interesting projects and and uh solutions that are being solved outside rachel i know one of the, the areas you guys are going to cover is is how financial services continues to compete to to attract the best talent to it with uh, with so much interest outside the space now at the same sort of time give us a sneak peek as to some of the things you expect to be talking about with that
1: I think, you know, the main themes that we're going to discuss are, you know, how firms and future leaders consider things like diversity, well-being, Um, and again, all of those things are are going to play into competing with other industries for for talent. Um, The pandemic has obviously brought this all to the forefront, and we now have to use that momentum and really drive forward the future of our organisations. Like I said, you can't just sit there doing your day job you need to to start being someone that puts their hand up and say okay if I want to shape who's going to work for me and who's going to work for them next and how I make the environment that they come to working the best it possibly can be you know I think we have to take take the momentum we've got now and really run with it I mean most firms obviously are, are implementing lots of you know diversity equity and inclusion programs and have all sorts of you know things running that Will improve that but you know mm. as I said now is the time I think to make the most of those and you know every single type of firm in our industry needs to be focused on that.
0: Yeah, and I think there's a, there's you know I was speaking to to Nadia, our chief customer officer, who's re- recently written a uh, a book. You might even see it just over my shoulder there, um, with regards to exactly that same that same subject. And I think it's fascinating. She interviewed over 150 people in the sector, and I think there's improvement. There's still a long way to go around that that whole concept of
2: mm-hmm. of
0: increasing the diversity and increasing the people who are interested in this space. So I think that's a fascinating area to. Uh, Uh, to discover. And also it's then, you know, the changing aspects and the changing expectations of the the workforce and, uh, you know, what companies and what, uh, you know, leadership teams can do to inspire that next generation. Robert, what are some of the the areas that you're going to be looking at there?
2: Well, firstly, I think we realise there's an enormous amount of choice in the value chain. We have the buy-side asset managers. We have the sell-side brokers and banks serving them. We have the market operators but we also have all the innovators, whether they're from Silicon Valley or here in the city of London. And the human capital is so important because the individuals are personifying the principles with which we come together. Principles like integrity, innovation, partnership, excellence. And when the value chain is operating well together, it's operating through a series of organizations. But the organizations themselves have a human condition. And I think the points that Rachel mentioned are very important. Not only do we need to have diversity, to build new thoughts, to help us to innovate, but we also need to encourage the individuals within the organizations to put their hands up and say, yes, I wanna be part of a community that's gonna promote the best standards, that's going to enable us to scale our business. Thank you very much.
0: Yeah, that, that, that's, um, yeah, that community aspect I think is so important and, and, and vital to, you know, to the growth of it, which is why I've always uh, you know, mired fix and everything that's that has happened so it's not just a, you know, a sort of area of this the sector that's been always been a very much a, much a community and I think those sort of skills of networking of collaboration of partnership have become more and more of the, the sort of buzzwords that we've seen um, certainly over the last five years I think in particular uh, collaboration has been at the core of, of success within financial services Rachel when, when we look at the future workforce and we look at the skills which, which have said you know been set there to, to allow people to flourish, I know you're going to be uh, talking about this as, as well, so I don't want to give everything away But um, before uh, before Thursday's conversation. But tell us about some of the things that you think people are going to need to be equipped with to really, uh, really fly forward as well. Well,
1: I think it all starts with education. And the younger the, that we can educate people, the better. I mean, I kind of fell into this industry, and I think that that's almost a bit of a shame because I would like for more young people um, to know that, our industry exists, what, what it involves, the different types of roles and why it's important um, to be part of it. Um, so I think for me, that's like one of my key areas that I'll, I'll discuss. And I think the rest of the panel um agree with that. Um, and obviously, that means you want to bring people in and think about what they want in that generation. Because, you know, yes, okay, you could say that I'm one of the future leaders, but I am not the generation that I need to focus on I need to focus on the younger people and how they want to do their job what is it I need to give them to be able to to think to to be creative because that may be very different to what I I grew up you know understanding about the world and you know I guess Robert can can say the same it's you know it's really thinking about things from somebody else's perspective and working out what we need to do
0: yeah i think that's so important isn't it i think it's it's uh, you know it, it's it's a traditional industry it always has been a very traditional industry and it's looked through things there which i think has allowed it sometimes to be you know overtaken in certain er- areas of innovation and actually what you know this is this is just my view but the last 2 years have actually put a bit of fuel on the bonfire of innovation mm-hmm. in, this, in the space and allowed it to digitalize and allowed us to look at things and say right how can we improve the future of it which is why i love the theme of of this event and this conference, really looking forward rather than backwards around it, and, and seeing how much opportunity there is. Talking about the, the, the event and, and you know what we can what we can look forward to. Robert, tell us uh, tell us some of the highlights that you're looking forward to. Why it's great to be back, and, and and what you're looking forward to on Thursday.
2: Well, obviously, the ability to interact with others, to network, to share insights that are relevant—that is value add. And we're going to be blessed with some of the brightest brains on the panel as well as some of the great thought leaders in our industry, in the audience, communicating together, talking about the state of the art and where we can go next. Thank you.
0: That sounds like a high praise indeed and well worth coming on to. Rachel, what about yourself? It's been, uh, it's been a couple of years since we've, uh, since we've been at one of the, these sort of events. What's, uh, what's exciting you about? What's, uh, what's, what's uh, driving you towards the conference on Thursday?
1: I think it is just seeing people you know in real life catching up with all the people that you haven't seen over the last few years um and again you know the whole point of this is you know hopefully meeting some of those younger people who are up and coming and uh, and then we can you know really have some interesting conversations I I do hope there are some next gen people in in the audience on Thursday so I would just say If you're coming on Thursday and you are not from the next gen, please bring someone with you that is, because I would really love for for the younger people in our industry to to see what's happening and meet all of those people that they may not have ever networked with before.
0: Yeah, I think that's so important, isn't it? I I, I mentioned uh, to Amy before we we got onto this call that, that... I think I first came probably about eight nine years ago to 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 one of these events, and yeah, there's obviously the faces that you'll see, and it's great to reconnect with it. But it's also great to see new newer people coming into it and seeing a different, uh, you know, showcase of it. So look, you know, whether it's absolutely as you say, people who are who are coming in and bringing someone from the next generation in would be great. But it's also people from the next generation look it up, get involved. We'll put the link into it to this this video as well, and it's going to be great just to see, um, you know, more faces and new faces at the event. Absolutely. Fantastic, well, listen, I will look forward to seeing you on Thursday. We can't wait to be there in, in person. Uh, we'll be doing a, a couple of, uh, of videos, I'm sure, during the uh, during the session itself too. Um, to, to yeah, to Robert, to Rachel, thank you so much for uh, for sharing the insight. It sounds like a fascinating panel. I'm gonna be their front seat. So I'm looking forward to uh, taking loads of notes and uh, seeing what we can learn from it. And maybe we can catch up afterwards and talk about it in more detail, but a fascinating, fascinating conversation one I think is so so important it's my passion it's something I, I, I love it's something I think about every single day uh, about how we can improve the accessibility of the industry about how we can improve the uh, human capital in the space and, and why it's so important to the future of everything else so Rachel Robert thanks so much for giving us that insight and uh, I'll look forward to hearing it in person on Thursday the 24th in London yeah. for the MEA trading conference thanks for joining us
2: thanks Toby see you there thanks very much <laughs> Bye for now.